0: Welcome to Cinema Savants, your weekly dose of movie news, movie reviews, and the occasional rumor, with your hosts, Todd Vandenberg and Rob Steele. And coming up in this week's show, a lot of news. Because it's the end of the year, and we haven't actually gotten news in a couple weeks, unless you want to count Star Wars, which we'll get to momentarily and very briefly, and then move on, because we've got to get to our picks for the best of 2017, because the year is thankfully coming to an end. Yes. Um, it's been kind of a... I think it's been kind of a crap year, the rest of the people on this show, and yes, I said people, plural, it's not just Todd. We have guests, and that's plural too. Who knew? Lee Vowell has rejoined us, and from the Great White North, or close enough to the Great White North, somewhat ironically even, someone found (laughs) Ted Hicks, who blew up my phone yesterday while I was trying to drive, saying, Can I be on the show? Can I be on the show? Yes, Ted, you can be on the show. Welcome. Yay!
2: Thank you. Thank you so much. I just want to add that in the spirit of our great president, we made special accommodations for a black person, which is why the show is being recorded today instead of tomorrow. No. Yeah.
3: That's 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 what it's. So should I be holding up a, a, a blacks um cinema savants?
1: <laughs> <laughs> only
2: Ted only a, Ted has
3: orange hair.
1: Ted is a global warming. That's what it
0: is.
2: There you go. <laughs>
0: Speaking of global warming, one of the hottest things right now is still Star Wars, which we're only going to talk about briefly because we beat the crap out of it last week, even though we like it. Uh, It was announced yesterday that due to Star Wars movie ticket sales and the bajillions of dollars in merchandise, Star Wars has now paid itself off from the Disney purchase. Wow. Uh, With just three movies and... What is it, seven trillion action figures they've released? Is that something <laughs> like that? Uh, it's a, like already – <clears throat> this this weekend, it is supposed to pass Beauty and the Beast as the top-grossing movie in the States and $1 billion globally.
2: Wow. Which ain't bad.
3: That's, no. that's a Before lot of a, money.
2: For a financially poorly performing film, according to Forbes.
3: What, what number are they aiming for this week? or this for this movie is it two billion three three no (laughs) oh okay
0: one and a half all right we'll go with one and a half um and that's all we're going to do with star wars for now until someone mentions it on their best of list it's still the christmas season technically and we've had this debate for a while now is die hard a christmas movie And this week, screenwriter Stephen E. D'Souza, who wrote Die Hard, said, It's a movie about love, devotion, sacrifice, generosity, and resisting evil. How could it not be a Christmas movie? Plus, a woman about to give birth features prominently. It's a Christmas movie, damn it. Do you guys, just to kill this argument once and for all, do you agree it's a Christmas movie?
2: Is, is it about the baby of the woman about to get birth? <clears throat> no, it is not about the baby. Therefore, nah, I'll, fine, it's a Christmas movie.
0: I didn't see any mer.
1: Other than that. <laughs> I, th- I I think it it took place at Christmas, and you can watch it at Christmas, but it's not a movie I would sit around with the family and say, let's watch a Christmas movie and have it be Die Hard. It's a great film, but it's not a Christmas movie. It's not about Christmas. It just takes place at Christmas.
3: Ah. Uh, Head? Die die Hard Four, I thought it was more of a Christmas movie than Die Hard the original. And the guy De Souza is he the same guy who's always on Instagram putting up pictures of Obama, getting all those those different lines? Was <laughs> that someone else? Yeah, that's him.
0: <laughs> okay, Thank absolutely you. lost me on that because I don't pay much attention to Twitter because there's this Oompa Loompa that seems to have taken it over. But speaking of old guys, have you seen where Ian McKellen wants to be Gandalf again for the Amazon version of *Lord of the Rings*? And I have. At I have. Ha- how old is he? He's what seventy-eight. Do you think he's, he's almost be around for a little Is
3: that Magneto? Is <laughs> that Magneto?
0: Yes. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. He shouldn't have been. It's also true. So sure Ian him. McKellen, no one should have been Magneto. That Magneto was a. An anniversary villain, he wasn't in every freaking story the
2: X-Men had. (laughs) Returning to one of Rob's favorite (coughs) themes, oh, how I loathe the X-Men films. Anyway, yeah, I mean, that that gives me another reason to watch it. So, yeah, I'm happy if he does that, if if Amazon is smart enough to say do that. Because if if it doesn't have some tie-in to the Lord of the Rings main story – You know, I don't really want to watch 27 episodes of Tom Bombadil. So
3: is it going to be a prequel or is it what?
2: They said it's supposed to be focusing
0: on unexplored stories from Middle Earth. So there's not even we don't even know if Gandalf is going to be in it. Okay, But if Uh, he is, I'll roll with it.
1: I that, think that I don't really I don't really know what Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. is to be honest. Is that one of the Hallmark Christmas movies? Is that <laughs> a marriage proposal thing? Is yes. It, it's about home older it homosexuals, is. I'm assuming, because Ian mean, McKellen. McKellen's a great actor though. I'd watch him. If he if he wants to be Gandalf, why not? I mean he's a fantastic actor. I don't think I've ever seen anything that he's been in that I didn't like him in it.
3: Is Professor X gonna show up somewhere?
0: <clears throat> yeah, he'll he'll be having uh the ring is actually going to be one of the wheels on his chair. <laughs> What about Voldemort? Is Voldemort
1: also in, in this as well? It's just a it's a whole collaboration of, of different things. Harry Potter yeah. and Lord of the Rings, that'd be awesome.
3: Yeah, kinda like Bright,
1: except
2: maybe to be good.
3: Oh, I Ouch. didn't even watch that. Was that terrible? No,
2: that's not terrible. It's okay. But for all the hype, it should have been better than okay. It's so
0: moderately neato. Yeah. Okay. And yes, I am going through these news stories very quickly. Speaking of squishing all this stuff together, since we last did a news show, Disney bought Fox. Wow. Who knew? It's (laughs) only been rumored since, what, January. Um, Now, something that came out of this was everyone was really happy that the X-Men are finally going back to Marvel, which I think is great. But there is a misconception that the Fantastic Four are also going back And it it was kind of hidden in there They're not What do you mean? Uh, The Fantastic uh, Fox had the distribution rights To the Fantastic Four movies But Constantin And I'm going to pronounce that because they don't have an E on the end Constantin films Own the production rights So they're the ones that make That that made the crap movies that we've Kind of had to sit through Oh man there is no word yet on whether they're going to be selling it back to Disney, uh, but I think everyone wants them to. Yeah. Or am I wrong? Do you, do you want another Constant Tin? And I think Tin is appropriate for this uh, Fantastic Four film.
2: No way. No, but I'm sure they'll sell. They'll sell off the rights. I guess for one thing, Disney just has to flex a, a, you know a very tiny muscle in their pinky and say, "Well, good luck." Good luck getting distribution.
0: Yeah. I don't think anyone would touch it. So. Um, <clears throat> much in the same way, a lot of people have said they're not going to touch the Justice League movie. Mm-hmm. Which, now see, th- there's going to be an argument forthcoming. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> a lot of people say that the movie is hideous and horrible, and it just passed the $600 million mark worldwide in what four maybe five weeks mhm now if it's made that much money can we still really consider it a flop
2: uh, artistically of course <clears throat> who's I who's think artistically who's, it was that bad who's no i don't either but i mean i'm just saying just because something makes a lot of money just Those because it's good. popular, right. like look at who the president of the United States is. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. So. Well, but uh, yeah, but if you equate that, he
1: had four hundred million, and Hillary had six hundred million, and he still got to be president. So.
2: Yeah, but still, that's <laughs> a lot of people like the orange sweet potato, who is not as smart as a sweet potato. Sour so potato. <laughs> money doesn't equate to quality. I, yeah, I don't think Justice League is a, is a bad movie. It's just. To me, it's it's it could have been a great movie, and 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 it isn't. But uh, I'll come back around to DC later on. But six hundred million, a, a billion doesn't mean a thing as to whether it's good or not. It just means right. it was popular.
0: We still like the Star Wars movie.
3: Oh, yes, yeah. we do.
1: <laughs> it made a billion in like what two weeks? Something yeah. like that. I actually had to I'll re-watch the Star Wars film this uh, on Christmas Day, actually, because I felt like we hated it so much for some reason. And I had to remind myself, oh, it is a good film.
3: So, <laughs> so Lee, I want to jump into this with you, because I, I asked my son yesterday. Russell can Wilson. We, Russell Wilson. Can, I, um, can we go see The Last Jedi again? And he told me no. And I didn't know what to say,
2: so we didn't go see it
3: yesterday. I said you don't want to see it again because I, I I actually want to go see it again, and he didn't want to. So, did your daughter not like it? No, she
1: she liked it. In fact, actually rewatching the the scene that we really well the one part where Luke has his haircut. Yes, rewatching that, he actually makes a comment about Leia's hair. He does. I think yeah. they're aware that the hair is—it's not a, a mistake. They're aware. They—they did, they did it purposely. Yeah. Yeah. And he also, when he's walking through the saw, you know, there's no red. I mean, everything in that scene, they—they they are in control of. So I think the hair thing wasn't a mistake. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I also think the patch—patch patch him through thing—that mm-hmm. it, it shouldn't have been in there. But I think that was supposed to augment the joke, as far as oh, pretending the guy can't hear me, you know, which is still a bad line, but at least it's understandable. Or it could have
2: been better. to point out, or it could have been to point out that the guy was kind of incompetent because he was. But still, I think it fell, A lot of things fell flat, but not nearly as many things as worked. Like the whole Luke sequence towards the end there, which is oh, that was great. That's one of the best things in Star Wars ever, I think. So
0: yeah, I liked it. I loved it. <clears throat> Where he <laughs> matrixes under a lightsaber, and that's not a spoiler. <laughs> it's in the
3: trailer. Yeah.
2: That's not a bad moment
0: either. No. That was great. Um, I hadn't planned on getting back to Star Wars yet, and I'm sure we will by the end of the show again. But that is, <clears throat> that's is—that's a sequel. Wanted to get to a bunch of quick notes on reboots and remakes and rehashes uh, that have popped up since we d- last did a show. Uh, Highlander and The <coughs> Crow really? are both being set up to uh, to film very early next year. Do we need either of them? And does Jason hmm. Momoa really look like the crow to you? No, and no.
3: He's gonna be the crow? Yeah. Ugh. Oh. Good <laughs> Which
0: Nice I critical comment.
1: Ugh. <laughs> well, they've been they've been talking about remaking the crow for like it feels like a thousand years. So hopefully right. we'll just do it and get it over with and we won't have to talk
2: about it anymore. No, they're, they're like how many crow movies are there already? I mean it's, uh, God, uh, there's, so there's four like that five? I know of. Yeah, it's two they that keep, I've seen.
3: I keep doing it. Sweet. And that's Uncle just Aquaman, the, the Walking Dead. No, not The Walking Dead. What's the other great movie? Game of Thrones. This guy's getting all the great, great acting jobs.
2: He, he's taking the jobs that The Rock doesn't want to bother ah,
3: with. Ah, gotcha. Okay.
0: Um, <clears throat> another reboot and rehash that's coming out. On Mayim Balak's birthday, they announced they're going to be rebooting Blossom. <laughs> Please tell me that this is a joke Someone Someone tell me that, that, that this can't be a thing Because that, that, that doesn't need to be Joey is in favor of it But I don't think anyone else is
2: Blossom awesome. I, I know everybody on that Okay, I, 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 in, Unless it's Blossom from the Powerpuff Girls I have zero interest in that I mean I know what you're talking about But it, never was, watched was, it, don't care to
3: Was that PIX, WPIX from years ago Did, did you guys have PIX? Guys no No Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, let's
0: see. Let's see. That's a New York station. We don't live there, so no. <laughs> Funny enough, we watch yeah. the Mets on ESPN like everyone else.
3: Oh, <laughs> uh, but I'm
0: um,
1: Sorry. <laughs> Meaning, when they're on, we don't watch. Something
0: like that.
2: Yes. Exactly. Right. It's, it's or when they go to spring team. training in my home, I don't go. Wait,
1: here,
0: here, here's a. It's a new. Here's another New York story for you. They're remaking Mad About You
1: with. I thought uh, you were going to say they're remaking New Hunt. York stories. Sorry to interrupt, but you were like, here's another remake, New York
2: stories. Oh, oh that'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. right. uh, no, that would hey, be I'm
3: awesome. In. Hey, I'm in. Maddie, okay, so <clears throat> why? Well, I well, we we
0: they're remaking He Man and the Masters of Johnson. No, um, Masters of the <laughs> Universe. <laughs> they and we were wondering. Will they be remaking she as well? And the answer is apparently yes. Netflix is doing it with DreamWorks.
2: Wow. That could be interesting.
0: Is that required? I don't know. I don't know. I was no. with He-Man.
2: None of it's required, but,
0: eh, you know, why not? Uh, here's a re-release for you that I'm kind of interested in seeing the quality of this. Dark Crystal is coming back to theaters in February, and it's been remastered as a 4K movie. No, that's yeah,
2: pretty
0: cool. Uh, this is in prep for the 10-episode Netflix miniseries that's coming later in the year. Mm. Would you guys take your kids to go see Dark Crystal?
3: I, I've never even heard of Dark Crystal. How old are the kids? Ted. Seriously? You need, you need Seriously. I've never even heard of Dark Crystal. Ted.
0: Okay, this needs to be fixed. Someone send him a DVD. <clears throat>
3: Hold on. I'm Googling it right now. Ted, you need to,
0: you need to I need think you've probably that.
3: heard of it. Maybe you're just not aware of it. <laughs> Jim Fiction
0: Henson movie with a little elf, a gelfling. See, I've watched uh, this
1: movie.
2: Well, well, that, while, Ted, while Ted is looking that up, I just want to throw out that they're also talking about rebooting, relaunching the Abbott and Costello series with John oh, Hader. John Hader as, as Abbott and Zach Galifianakis as Costello. Seriously? No, no, that's a total lie, but it's just why not at this point, right?
0: Oh, well, it wouldn't have surprised me, and yet.
2: No, it wouldn't, because, you know, with everything else. I'm sorry. I've seen it. (laughs) Uh, I'm like,
3: huh?
2: Made a huge impact on Ted's life. What? I've never heard of that. Oh, wait, I did see that. (laughs) Well, Ted, are you on board for the remake of the film that you totally forgot?
3: Yes, sir. I'm no, It's totally, not a
2: remake. The the 4K update. Sorry.
3: Totally on board, and I'm willing to spend my matinee money to do what <laughs> needs to do. You I got think six dollars. An
0: elf that looks like Getty Lee, somewhere in the mid seventies. <laughs> 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 Which he does. It's not my fault. I didn't. I'm not the one who made the Muppet. Second <clears throat> <clears throat> the The, the Dark Crystal be, with a Rush soundtrack would be interesting. That would be cool. Ooh. I'd go see that, just for the soundtrack, but that's,
2: you know, me. <laughs> well, of, of the four of us here, Rob, you're the one who could make that happen, so, you know. I'll see what I can do. Wow.
3: Hmm. <clears throat>
0: <clears throat> Speaking of hmm, only more in of a hmm kind of way. Did you guys see
1: the Ocean's 8 trailer? Yes, I have.
0: Yeah. Did you just uh, kind of look at it and
1: go, eh. Yeah. No, I, there were I. I definitely didn't look at it and say, "Hmm," because it had uh, several attractive women in it. Um, but that's um, a different
0: kind. That's a mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he says misogynist. <laughs> I mean, yes. I, thank you, obvious, Mr. Weinstein.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. obvious that it's like Ghostbusters with with women, I and mean, nothing wrong with that. It was just that was horrible. And um, really, no, I mean, I, I might go see it if it's well written. I mean, those all those actresses are good actresses, so it's not like yeah. fluff. So I, you know, I might go see it.
0: I would much rather have seen them make a movie with the same storyline, but don't call it Oceans 8. And eight. Go, yeah, that oh, is it's just a remake of something they've already done. And we, uh. we, we Oceans 11 plus boobs you know, reduces it to eight. eight. What? No, that it's nope. kind of like the be... women's pay scale thing. That's that th- that that
2: be...
3: going to say we're less.
2: Wouldn't that be Oceans 22? Or am I missing something?
3: That would have uh, made uh, more sense. Well, and it's eight because
2: of the. I know, I know, I know. Uh, actually, you know, you touched on <laughs> Ghostbusters and and the, the the remake, and you're right. I totally agree with you 100% on that. Lee, the same thing. Well, with anything, if the script sucks, <clears throat> Ghostbusters relaunch doesn't matter who's in it. So it's kind of scary that the trailer. I had not seen the trailer, but apparently the trailer is not exactly uh, no, it's not wonderful, doing as well
0: as the Avengers did.
2: And well, um, yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> if the trailer doesn't really do its job. It makes me wonder is, like, is there anything in the movie that is worth ma- putting in for two minutes? That's kind of sad.
0: And there's uh, other news from Ocean's 8, actually. <clears throat> because of all these sexual allegations against Matt Damon, there's now multiple petitions to have him cut out of the film entirely.
3: Wait, he's he's in Ocean's 8?
0: As a yeah. cameo. Yeah. Uh. He supposedly got almost two minutes of screen time or something like that, and now they want him cut out Is that Do we need to Are we
1: going to notice I don't, I don't know I mean maybe his cameo actually has some kind of <coughs> Big point to the plot I don't know But Are you cutting well, him No out? one will ever notice right, You're cutting him out because of the allegations Should we start right. doing that Somebody's getting accused of something And then cutting him out because of the accusations that,
3: So you mean uh, Are we talking about no due process for anyone, we could just say tomorrow, Todd, you fondled yeah. someone, and next thing you know, Todd, you lose all your sponsors. Oh, unless he he's say, president
1: of the United
2: States.
3: Yeah, you can unless, say you're that right now. Exactly. unless you're president,
2: go ahead and say it right now. I mean, you know, but uh, yeah, there there needs to be some uh, checks and balances at some point for this, as opposed to oh, you did this. I say you did this a long time ago, and then boom, you're gone. It's it's. Uh, and again, when when there are dozens of allegations, <clears throat> Mr. President, they smoke this fire. Yeah, but when it, yeah, that, that, it gets, it's getting to the point. It, it in a few instances where okay, let's let's slow down a bit before we pass judgment, instant, seemingly instantaneously on this.
3: I mean, it's like when we went to that game a few years ago, and I grabbed Lee by his boob. Mm-hmm. He didn't have an issue. Back then. Oh, hell but no. Now, I loved it. Right. Why, would I, why would I
1: complain? <laughs> Most two, action I got in six years.
3: <laughs> but two or three years later, now there's a, there's a problem with it.
1: Oh, because you're black.
3: Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: oh, oh, oh. Oh, I, I can know. go with that.
2: I don't know where the show's <laughs> <goes> going anymore. This <laughs> just, just went off the rails. It's where the show always goes. I'm shocked it took this long. Anyway. Yeah, pretty much.
0: <laughs> so speaking of reboots and remakes and rehashes, Ted,
3: I heard you went to go see Jumanji. Oh, had a great time. Um, I was expecting, um, you know, um, something, something close to Jumanji. Look, at Robin Williams. And no. I could not find Robin Williams. I did find <laughs> Kevin Hart. He was not funny. He's probably the most not funniest comedian who keeps getting all these roles. Um, the Rock was the Rock. You know, he walked around with the he's showing that tattoo every movie, and I'm like, oh my god, I've seen this before. Um, my son liked it. I fell asleep on half of it. Um, it's it It's not was, Blade Runner. Come on. No, it's not Blade Runner, and it was only it was less than two hours. But great for kids, for the adults that love the original Jumanji. You know, everything is modernized nowadays. Um, Would I go see it? I thought it was a great movie for kids. The the theater was packed. Um, It was opening weekend, though. Yeah, it was opening weekend. I don't know. Would Would I go see the sequel, which I know they're setting it up already because it's The Rock? No, I wouldn't. Unless major changes are done. That's it. <clears throat> so did I like the movie? I think it was great. I thought it was great. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just because there's a Doctor Who person in it doesn't mean you have to treat it like Star Wars.
3: It's okay. Right. I love Jack Black. Um, I just thought this is going to sound kind of kind of raw on this, this, this show. Kevin Hart was inappropriate for a PG... PG or PG thirteen movie, yeah. I'll just leave it at that. Well, how? So, uh, could
1: you explain that a little bit? Because I thought, eh, there's really no movies that to take Fiona to, and I don't think she'll even like that. But what do you, as a parent, what was uh, what do you mean by that? uh,
3: Well, there was uh, multiple penis references in there. Um, There was multiple where you know Kevin Hurd's about to drop an F bomb and he just stops short of it. Um, you know, he's doing Kevin Hart stuff in his, you know, R-rated movies and a, a kitty movie. And I'm like, yo, he's not funny. This is not funny at all. And I'm looking around the, the theater and I'm like, uh, do I feel like a douchebag? Do I feel like the dad that took his kid to go see Deadpool? No, I don't. Mm-hmm. But it was just, it, it really wasn't good.
2: Which, by but the way. It's
3: worth, but it's worth $6. So,
2: wow. Well. Coffee is worth six dollars these days. By the by the way, Lee, there's your recommendation for Fiona, Deadpool. I'm um, perfect. So <laughs> Yeah.
1: That's what we watched last
2: night, actually. So. Nice. No, I'm just I'm just
1: kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Child's uh, Lee, you you, oh, no
0: way. <laughs> you sent an email that said you watched a lot of movies. You wanna jump in with a, a review of something you watched?
1: Um yeah, yeah. I mean it's it's actually on my top five list, but um uh, yeah, I thought uh, – I don't know if you guys have seen Three Billboards uh, outside Ebbing, Missouri, um, but it's – I have. It's bi- have you? Okay, so you can, you can help me out with this. But I thought um, the great thing about the film was – this is going to sound silly – but the great thing about the film was just the acting. And I thought Sam Rockwell deserves a Best Supporting Actor for it. Uh, Frances uh, McDormand obviously deserves a Leading Actress nomination. And, you know, to me, I wouldn't see... Woody Harrelson's more of a supporting actor because it's really just Francis McDormand's film. Right. But I could see both those guys being nominated for Best Supporting Actor. The the acting... you know those those three actors are probably going to perform almost great anytime they're on film. But I thought the way they worked with each other is what separated the film to me. Um, the storyline, basically, if people don't know, um, and, and you don't get a you don't get to see a whole lot of this, but Francis McDormand's daughter a year before has uh, been raped and. and brutally murdered actually um but you don't really you don't see that but basically this is the aftermath and she feels like the police have not really done their job to to investigate what really happened and and they don't seem to care so she's put up these three billboards near her home um that are saying why aren't the police doing more basically so Mm. it's 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 really well done it's not about the billboards it's about francis mcdormand and her interaction with harrelson and and rockwell and the the great greatest thing about the film to me todd you can correct me if i'm wrong there, It shows the humanity of each character because none of them are perfect and, and none of them are awful either. And I, I thought that was the best thing about the film.
2: I think you're 100% right on everything except. Except, I hope Woody Harrelson is not nominated because that would mean that he and Rockwell would cancel each other out. And not that he doesn't deserve it, but I think Rockwell probably is the one who would I would nominate, but they're both – Amazing, which, is on a side note, how, when did Woody Harrelson become such a great... I mean, seriously, he is an amazing freaking actor. I'm going to mention a movie later on that he was in this year, too, which is incredible. But, yeah, the, to me, it's it's also the fact that, you know, we were talking about writing before. Is These characters, all these three main characters go on such interesting uh, emotional and intellectual journeys and in some cases it's growth maybe it, you know maybe it's not but I mean you know if if characters don't change eh, you know okay it's kind of static it's kind of boring and it's just, it's just an incredible journey it's it's ab- absolutely a great movie it's not on my top 10 but it is it is terrific and offhand I can't think of someone who deserves the best actress more than McDormand and I can't think of someone who deserves the best supporting actor more than Rockwell which by the way if they ever get around to doing a biopic of George W., you got your lead actor right there. there there's a scene there. He looks exactly like him. He's got that same stupid look on his face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah one, one other thing I should throw out that and I cannot remember, and he's also a, a great actor. Um, the guy her, her uh, that wants to date her, and they go out on one date. What is his name? He's, <sighs> he's
2: in Game of Thrones um, um can his name? Yeah, Jason Momoa. Exactly. <laughs> no, no, he's
1: a, he is also he's fantastic. Much smaller role, but he's also fantastic. And and I feel bad because I should definitely know his name. And I, we all know the actor too. Um, he's he's an elf, for instance. But he's in Game of Thrones. He's a main character of Game of Thrones. Um, Michael but Drake, yeah, I, even Drakeage. Yes,
2: yes. Thank yeah, you. yeah. There you are, Peter Dinklage. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: Much smaller much smaller role, a lot less screen time, but he's also phenomenal in the film. Like he almost always is as well. Yes. He is. Yes. He is.
0: Caleb Landry Jones. Mm-hmm. I'm going through the. list yeah, it's of Land-
2: characters. It's Landry Jones. <clears throat> yeah. Peter Dinklage is it's, and even his character has, you know, first it's kind of like he, well, he's just a side character. He's not that important, but he has a big, big uh, important scene. Not, For the plot, but just like you said, Lee, for the humanity of the characters, Uh, it's just awesome movie.
0: Speaking of awesome movies, I heard you went to go see The Shape of Water.
2: Mm. Does that qualify? I did go see The Shape of Water. Um, It took me. It's a strange, it's a very strange movie. It's Guillermo del Toro, which kind of says, okay, it's, there's, there's going to be something kind of weird about this movie anyway. Uh, it took me about a week to decide if I, I mean, it's a great movie. It is on my, uh, somewhere on my list. But I'll just say it's the thing that kind of had me really wondering about what I really thought about it is it's basically, it's the beating the beast story, all right? But it's R-rated. And that includes everything that that would entail. So people love the romance of Beauty and the Beast. Oh, it's so sweet and romantic. But if if the Beast and Beauty start doing it, are mm-hmm. you still going to have the same reaction? Are you still going to think about it that way? Right. And it it really took, my, took me a while to wrap my head around that. And then I realized, oh, that's exactly the point. He's doing the Beauty and the Beast tale, roughly, just that very They're basic premise. With a fish, except he's carrying it to the actual uh, what would really happen. Yeah, so you have to consider that. Are you ready for this movie that, is this about bestiality or not? I'm not really sure, but to me it's not. But, man, this movie is beautiful. The acting is is tremendous. He really likes, Del Toro really loves that Abe Sapien character, apparently, because, man, basically he's Abe Sapien again. Kind of Abe Sapien crossed with the creature of the Black Lagoon. But it's beautiful. There's an awesome fantasy sequence. Uh, absolutely, it's it looks great. It tells a great story. It's very simple. It's a very simple story, but it's done perfectly.
0: And yeah, I think it's the, a great movie. Did you hear the story about how Del Toro got around to doing? Mm-hmm. Let's see. How was he? How did he phrase this? The Fishman's derriere. <laughs>
2: I've I've heard something about how important it was to him.
0: It, it was very important. He said that he took it to uh, his household. Let me let's see. Where's the quote here? <clears throat> Every female in the del Toro household was crucial. Too much derriere, not enough derriere. The shoulders are not beautiful enough. The butt we show ad- abundantly in the movie, it was very delicate, sculptural, it was a very delicate sculpture process because it always had to be run by the women in my house.
2: Well, I'll just say wow. that I'll just say that Doug Jones is uh, <clears throat> looking looking mighty fine in this film. Okay. <laughs> so, Doug Jones, the the person that you almost never actually see in movies that he's in movies all constantly. So, uh, uh, Sally Hawkins is the lead, so, and Octavia Spencer is her best friend. Michael Shannon is once again not exactly a nice person. But he's everybody is excellent in this movie. Uh, just It's a just a great but odd movie. And definitely not one for the kids.
3: So, Todd. rating part. Todd, yeah, matinee exactly. worthy or it's, it's late night worthy?
2: I'd say it's late night worthy to me. I mean, mm-hmm. even at New York crisis, even fighting through the snow and paying your... Which, by the way, if you don't have movie pass yet, Ted, I don't know mm-hmm. why. Especially up there. But I don't know.
1: Yeah, actually, if I could interject once for just Todd mentioned MoviePass. Pass. I have a really good friend who has Movie Pass. It's the deal on that is, and and it sounds like we're giving, I'm giving an ad, but the deal on that is amazing, actually, for oh, yeah. what you get for a monthly subscription. It's almost like I is this really happening? What's the what's the kickback on this? But it's yeah. I mean, if anybody doesn't know what Movie Pass is, it's phenomenal, and if you see a lot of films, you should definitely do it because it's going to save you a ton of money. Yeah.
2: If you see two movies a, a month, you're you're going to save a ton of money. Let alone any more. And I saw Last Jedi opening night with, with my movie pass, so wow. no 3D movies, no IMAX movies. But that's okay. I don't really care about 3D movies. So no. other than other than that, uh, not Sounds every theater like chain takes it, but most of them do. Most of
1: them do. This part of Smith's fonts is brought to you by MoviePass. MoviePass.com
0: <laughs> <clears throat> Best new product of 2017? Hmm? Who still
2: yeah. does see 3D movies? Do uh, they still
0: apparently. make 3D movies?
2: Apparently a lot of people. All right. Okay. All right. Like I West guess. Jedi.
1: Yeah, first time I saw Last Jedi, it was 3D. It was just because that's the showing I went to. It didn't really do anything for me that it was 3D or not.
2: Yeah, that's the thing. 3D just doesn't add anything for me. That I mean, to me, if you have to rely on 3D, you know, you're doing the old house of wax trick. It's like, oh, look at the guy thinging the ping pong ball right at you. It's like, no, okay. If you if you can't write and direct a good film without resorting to tricks like that to hold your attention, then don't make the movie or make a crow remake, whatever.
3: Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: So I guess now it's time we get to our best of 2017 section of the show, or there are a few worsts of 2017 that I want to throw out here. Like uh, Mark Wahlberg officially became the most overpaid actor of 2017.
3: Oh God. Really?
0: Uh, yeah. It, it, oh, there's lots of numbers and he didn't <laughs> deserve them. Um. Let's see, The uh, Geostorm was apparently supposed to be a big movie, and I have a theory <laughs> about this, uh, because I found out that in this movie, Andy Garcia is the president. Now, he was also the mayor in Ghostbusters, so I'm thinking he just got promoted, and they're actually part of the same crappy universe that we should avoid. Uh, Any, anyone want to back me up on that?
2: Totally. I'm totally down with that theory.
0: Okay, that'll do. <clears throat> um. And we, you know, we did want to talk about so, some of the movies that aren't quite on our. We all we all have a top five list, but there are some movies that didn't quite make the list. Uh, no, we're not going to mention the emoji movie, other than just right there. Um, we're not going to mention things like uh, the worst movie of the year financially. <coughs> it was a movie called Two Twenty Two, as in the time. Uh, it made four hundred twenty-two dollars. Which I'm thinking, even if you use your cell phone, it's going to cost more than that to make the movie. So, sorry. Um, And when when I went through this the list of picking all the movies, I went through and looked at every movie released this year, and one that I missed was a movie called "Is Genesis History." And I thought, Phil Collins left in 96, and apart from the reunion tours, there's not been any new material until I realized, oh, wait, you're talking about the Bible. Uh, (laughs) I thought you were talking
1: about when Peter Gabriel left. That's really when Genesis ended. Um, Yeah, and that's history. I'll
2: read.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I had a few categories that I threw out to you, and we we talked about kids' movies earlier with Jumanji and stuff. What is the best (coughs) – We don't talk about that much. What is the best kids movie that came out this year?
1: Jumanji. No, I'm just kidding. kidding. (laughs) I I thought – I don't know if it's a kid movie, but I actually thought Beauty and the Beast did a a good job. I thought they Ah. did a good job with what they did and and, – and Fiona liked it. I mean, I only saw it once, and uh, you know, it's got Emma Watson in it. So I, I just usually watch those scenes. But, um, but uh, no, I mean, it's it's. Uh, I thought it it was well made. Was it wasn't my favorite movie by any stretch of the imagination? No, but uh, it could just because I'm not usually into those kind of films. But um, but I I thought it was well done. I thought it was really good for kids and adults, just because uh, it had a bit of uh, something that both groups would love it wasn't just like hey let's make this silly and we've got dancing teacups and all that jazz it was actually well done
0: my kids actually liked the my little pony movie so that's what i'm picking but that's (laughs) you know because that's what my kids told me to pick
2: Mm. 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 well you gotta go with what the kids tell you uh having not seen coco yet just haven't gotten around to it and From what a lot of the reviews and audience reviews are, it is an excellent movie. But since I haven't seen it, I can't go with that. I'm going to go with the Lego Batman movie. Although, I agree, Beauty and the Beast, I thought they did a a really, really good job on that. But I'll go with the Lego Batman movie. Obviously, it's a little bit different feel than Beauty and the Beast. And it's a a little more adult themes and adult jokes. Although, you know, it's not like the Kevin Hart version. But I thought they, I thought they did a lot of fun and poked a lot of fun at the at the franchises of superhero movies in general, not just Batman or DC.
3: It might not be a kids' movie. I thought Spider-Man: Homecoming kind of touched upon being a kid, maybe my childhood and my son's childhood, and I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this, but Ted, I always knew you had superpowers. Oh, thank you. Um. Yeah, I kind of like that as a kid's movie. I don't know if I would have went to see Spider-Man by myself, but I can still get over because, you know, okay. I, I can't go to WWE anymore because my son doesn't want to go. You've been
2: banned, haven't you, Ted? You've been banned from ringside. Yeah, Ted, I agree with you on Spider-Man Homecoming. It, it didn't make my top five, but I think it's a great movie, and I think it's a great movie because of exactly what you said. As much as I liked Toby. In the first three yes. Spider-Man films, this right. is the guy that nails, and this first
0: is finally two. The he meant first two. Yes.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can't help the script, but yeah, Tom Holland nails it, and they nailed, nailed it because it. this is finally Peter Parker that was yes. in the comics when he first came out. This is the nerdy high school kid who is too nervous to talk to girls, and and I mean they absolutely nailed it. The Spider-Man aspect is terrific too, but. Yeah, this this was this is the Spider Man movie to me. It took him a while, and it took Marvel to step in and and help Sony realize, okay, well, let's actually make him a Spider Man for a change. So, <gasps> yeah, I I, I love Spider Man Homecoming, and exactly for the reason you said. And yeah, it is, it it's a middle school, high school kids movie, but it's yeah, in in a lot of ways, it's a kids movie. I mean, all comic book movies should be, at some part in their heart, they should be kids movies. I think. Right. I'll agree.
0: Moving on then, what would you say the who, which movie had the best soundtrack? Because there were mm. Todd and I have talked about two movies: well, uh, Atomic Blonde and Baby Driver, as both having incredible soundtracks.
2: Uh, to, to me, it's it's Baby Driver, and I'll talk more about Baby Driver. So I'm just going to leave it there.
0: Yeah, I was going to go with Atomic Blonde just because I. Baby Driver's music fit wonderfully, and I think mm-hmm. Atomic Blondes did, too. I just happen to prefer the genre Atomic Blonde went
2: with. Yeah, but so that's, it, it's not the best use of a song in the movies. That comes up later for me, too.
3: That's true. Wow. Lee, Ted. Todd for the win.
1: I don't, I don't think I have an opinion on this one, to be honest. Pass. Okay.
2: <clears throat> You're no Betsy Pickle, sir. You're no Betsy Pickle.
1: Only Lee gets that Okay, the, the Betsy Pizzle Pickle movie I can The Betsy Pickle movie That had the best soundtrack to me Thank you Tom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Okay, how about What was the most disappointing movie of the year? Because hmm. there were a number of them That we, I saw this year and went I'm looking forward to this Looking forward to this And then they gave me Ghost in the Shell And I went, oh no uh, Couldn't right. have screwed that up anymore Couldn't
3: Mm.
0: Couldn't.
2: Mm.
1: To, to me, that's my most disappointing film. I'll go. I'll. I'll go next. Um, to me, I, I. You know, I saw some films that. Basically, I rewatch The Happening every year, um, <laughs> and, and the reason I do this, um, I know it didn't come out this year, but I watch it just to remind myself when when life can seem just so bleak that there can be things that life offers better than The Happening, um, like. Um, a parent's death might be better than uh, The Happening, actually. But um, it's just such a horrible, horrible film. I'm joking about my mom and dad. They're still alive, thank you. But, um, yeah, The Happening is just horrible. didn't come out this year, but I should rewatch it once a year. Maybe at the beginning of each year to be like, well, every movie I see the rest of the year, it's going to be better than this one that I just rewatched. So I'll go with The Happening that came out a thousand
2: years ago. Um This is there are so many bad movies, but it's not not the worst movie. This is the most disappointing movie. So I'm going to go with the Mummy, and it's not so much that the movie itself is disappointing, but this was supposed to relaunch the Universal horror franchise. Yeah,
3: it was horrible, wasn't it?
2: And and that that's I grew up on the Universal horror films, not at the theaters because I'm not quite that old, guys. Thank you very much. Not born in 1931, but uh, man, they really. They really screwed the pooch on this one because they had to make it a Tom Cruise vehicle instead of, maybe we should make a horror movie. Maybe you should have thought of that. So to me, that's the most disappointing movie because basically it killed what could have been, oh, I don't know, a dozen – could have been a dozen great movies. So The Mummy hits hits my list for the most disappointing.
1: The Mummy has Tom Cruise in it? I don't remember.
2: (laughs) Anything about The the Mummy?
3: Uh, Are are we only talking about movies for this year?
2: Yeah, this year, twenty seventeen. Uh. Well,
1: supposedly I went off the rails on mine, so I apologize. Oh. Yeah, I don't know where the Hell Lee went, but Yeah.
0: The,
2: the, the happening is, is a classically disappointing movie for the ages, so I can totally see going <laughs> with the happening. <laughs> C-
3: can we go somewhere? I was gonna say Heat. You remember Heat that came out in nineteen ninety five? Yeah. Well, he didn't we didn't like go that. there. Okay. You didn't like Heat. I loved Heat. Mm. I was disappointed at the ending because I wanted uh. che- I wanted De Niro to get away. And he died. And, Spoiler! Um, thanks, thanks, oh, Ted. Spoiler! Oh, I'm sorry. He
1: gets
2: shot by <laughs> Benny Blanco. It was really weird. <laughs> and, we have a 30-year moratorium
3: on spoilers on this show. And thanks he a lot. died. And I kept. I watch it. I watched. It was so funny because Lee, you brought that up. I watch Heat every year, and I'm always hoping, you know, whether it's on Netflix or whatever. Like maybe they remastered it. They refilmed it. that new ending like they did with Clue. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> But the fact that he died, I, I didn't want him to die. I wanted him to live. I wanted him to run away. And, you know, 30 seconds, you walk away from everything. There's there's no tangibles. I mean, it was like probably one of the greatest movies in my 20s that I enjoyed. But it had a That's disappointing great. ending. It was a great yeah. movie.
2: But, yeah, I just wanted to throw in about your comment about the happening. You know, that's not a bad idea, actually, to watch, and please tell me you don't really watch it every year, but it's not a bad idea to watch that once a year, because it, it, it would give so much appreciation to even other bad movies, because you can always think, it's like at least it wasn't the happening. <laughs> I yeah.
0: watched What's Happening. Does that count?
2: No. Oh. no. Okay.
1: Close, though. Close. There's some uh, entertainment value to What's Happening.
0: Oh, <laughs> Silly me.
1: We're <with> Roger <laughs> rerun? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'm,
0: I'm going to put a, a bit of a restraint on this so Lee doesn't go wherever oh. the hell Lee goes on this.
2: <laughs> There's no restraining Lee. Come on now. You know that. It's
1: worth a try. Okay, number uh, one is Raiders of the Lost
3: Ark. Was, <laughs> he likes to be restrained.
1: Did any of the
0: movies of, um, leaving that absolutely alone. Of the movies that came out in 2017, did any of them have like a line of the year? Ooh. You know, because there are some movies where you can just rattle off one line and everyone runs the entire movie through their head. <laughs> Was there a line like that in any movie this year?
1: There, yeah, there, I don't know if I have a, an answer that's that's good enough for that question. Because That's a great question.
3: That is a great question. I have an answer. Go for it, Ted. These aren't the droids you're looking for.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have a bad feeling about this.
2: Is it, is it? Um, that lasts uh,
1: for eight films. So that's how good that is.
2: I have, I have a, I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's a line. Um, it's from the big sick, which is an excellent, excellent movie. Great movie. Great movie. Uh, it's okay. I'm going to spoil it If you haven't seen it, cause it, it's one of, it's one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. And this includes your, your, uh, joke <clears throat> about Joseph Lee. So that's how good it is. Um, The character is Pakistani and (laughs) Uh I've been just thinking about the damn thing. And uh, Ray Romano plays the father of his maybe girlfriend, maybe not girlfriend. And he goes, and so they're kind of getting to know each other. So he says, so uh, 9-11, what about that? You know, because of course, I'll ask a brown person, what about 9-11? And his response is, it was a tragedy. I mean, we lost 19 of our best guys. (laughs)
3: <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I like
2: oh my god That's that is that is <laughs> oh it's just absolutely unexpected yes and it's wow. and and of course he just looks at him like and he goes no i'm kidding i'm kidding and it's like I'm
0: kidding that through, is like the best.
2: we shouldn't even have 9-11 jokes obviously even now and for that it's like oh my god that is like the funniest damn thing uh, next to Lee's joke about Joseph uh, yeah. ever. Which, Lee, uh, we're still in the Christmas season. You should probably tell that joke. No, no, no. We don't have time for that. <laughs> <laughs> off off the show. Lee will tell that joke. <clears throat> right. Anyway, yes, that's to me, that's my, my favorite line. We lost 19 Ted, of our best guys.
3: You got a line, Ted? Uh, I, I said it already about the droids.
0: Oh. Um, <laughs> silly me. <laughs> <laughs> I I could not come up with one for this, because I mean there were there were a number of good movies this year, but none of them had a line of that caliber. So, I don't know. Uh, before we get to our our top five movies and stuff, I did want to ask you guys this because there's a lot of lists that are coming out that are doing the same thing we're doing, and several of them have Twin Peaks: The Return on their <laughs> list. <laughs> and Todd yes. and I have talked about this. It, it's not a movie. Um, it's a miniseries. I mean, because Roots wasn't nominated for Best Picture in 77. Uh, v wasn't nominated in 1984. What the hell is Twin Peaks doing on a Best Movie list?
2: Mm-hmm. They're British. They're British. They don't know what they're doing.
0: Right. No, it's uh, there was another one. Uh, I think Metacritic had it. And, they're sad. Uh, they're sad.
2: Well, in uh, that case... Were, the Marvelous a few
0: other Mrs. Places that, I don't know.
2: The Marvelous Mrs. Mrs. Mazel is the best movie of the year in that case, so oh, I'm really? done. All right. Um, except it's an eight-episode series on Amazon, but, yeah, you know, okay. If, it, uh, if it's on some kind of a screen, then I guess it's a movie. Yeah. Well, that's I thought
1: that's, Stranger that's, Things Season 2 was the best movie I've
2: seen all year. So, yeah, there you go. That's fantastic. Uh, yeah, that's, that's just beyond silly. It's not a movie if it's not screened in a movie theater. So...
0: I wouldn't want to see a miniseries in a movie theater. Uh, Even with the new seats, they're not comfortable.
2: I would need a lot of popcorn and a catheter. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Oh, okay. So let's see, some honorable mention movies, because I actually saw (laughs) several this week that I thought, you know what, before we do the top five list, I should see these. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, the, the fifth one. What was this? Dead men tell no tales, which I thought was really stupid because it starts off with a zombie telling his story. And I'm like, no, see dead men are telling tales right there before you even run the opening credits. There you go. Other than that, it was probably the second best of the pirates of the Caribbean movies. Really? That's and, good. And it, it finished the story. So hopefully we won't have any more.
3: <laughs>
0: Everybody is happy at the end of the movie. They sail off into the sunset can we please be done?
3: Wait, so we're done with Johnny Depp?
0: No, I'm sure they're making a sixth one. Oh. Okay. But at the same time, this would have been a great place to end if they're going to.
2: Okay. Hopefully they will. I haven't I seen it. be nice. But, yeah, I've heard either. good reviews, and it's nice uh, that they've they finished, on a high, hopefully finished, on a high note. And I trust your judgment in many things, although not – a movie you're going to mention in a while. But anyway, that's okay.
0: Okay. The, I mean, they, uh, who's a Kea, and I'm going to mispronounce the crap out of this name. Uh, Kea Scodaliaro, or whatever her name was in this movie. Uh, very good actress. I'd like to see her in more stuff. Uh, kind of like Nicole Kidman, only without the smarmy stuff. You know?
2: <laughs> I mean, she wasn't married right, to Tom Cruise. There's air
0: around Nicole Kidman of, I don't know what it is. It's just something that makes me go, Ooh, don't like her. It's, it's the, she it's looks the, like Nicole Kidman, but doesn't have that. It's,
2: so. the oil, it's the oil slick left over from Tom Cruise. You just can't get rid of it. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> and I, I wanted to ask you guys this because I did not get a chance to see murder on the Orient express. Did any of you guys get to see it? Cause
1: I did. I saw it. Okay. I didn't.
0: Did What's the point in remaking a who it if everyone knows who did it in the first movie?
1: Yeah, I, the movie was I mean, it definitely wasn't great, but it wasn't awful. The actors are are good enough in it to to make it interesting. Um if somebody had didn't know the story going in, I don't know. Even if they didn't know the story going in, it's kind of an obvious thing what happens at the end. But um But I mean, I I still thought it was, it was a great, no. Um, Is it worth seeing at a matinee? Yes. I I thought it was, like I said, the acting is good enough in it to keep it uh, interesting. It's kind
2: of, he's almost always worth it. Right, right, right. I haven't seen the movie because basically what you're saying is kind of the reviews and the buzz I've heard is like, yeah, it's okay. And it's like, there, there are too many things to do to take the time to go see an okay movie right now, but. Yeah, and, and the original, I mean, it's 19, I had to look it up, I knew it was in the 70s, 1974. That's so long ago, and people don't read anymore, so pro- there most people who went to see this probably have never heard of Agatha Christie. So, you know, I don't think it's that nice big, that big a, a deal. Not knowing who Agatha Christie is. So, yeah, apparently they liked <laughs> they it enough moved. that they greenlighted they the greenlit the sequel so Death on the Nile will be out i guess in 2019 so yeah i think google agatha christie and then find out oh she wrote stuff cool oh this is great wasn't she in that doctor who episode
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> she was she was in a doctor who episode
0: all they right have, so we've each got top 5 lists
2: we had to go find her
0: of the our, our favorite movies
2: of this year who wants to go first uh, I'll go first cause I kind of cheated. I've, I've paired mine. I have a top five list, but each is paired with another movie, which is similar. So I'm going to start with the similar film because we already talked about it. Spider-Man homecoming, the superhero movie, which is also one of my top five movies, which I thought was actually better is Thor Ragnarok. It's yes. a buddy film. It's a road film has more humor than any of the previous Marvel films. And it's about basically the end of an entire world, which is, Oh, that's also kind of fun. Um, one note, I think I might have mentioned this before, but just to repeat, the best. Oh my God, that's the line. He's a friend from work. Yes, there we yes, go. Yes, that line. It was actually written by a kid in one of the Make a Wish things. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was that's very cool. That and the fact that just a fan wrote that line because they you know they I can't remember now if it was Chris Hemsworth or the director, but someone came. That was probably Hemsworth came to visit the kid. And he said, you know, it would be really cool if you said – and he kind of like, uh, wow. So a kid wrote the best line of the year. I, I love that. And the movie great. The movie's movie great. Uh, Lady Bird, I'm sure Lady Bird will come up. There's a movie that's very similar to Lady Bird. actually came out sooner, which doesn't get nearly enough love. Rushmore. The Edge of seven... <laughs> that came out a long time ago. The Edge of Seventeen. Uh, hardly anybody saw this movie. Yes, it did come out in 2017. Haley Stanfield, it's, it, it is the coming-of-age film of a snarky teenage girl. Um, but they're very different characters. And, again, I want to reiterate, Edge of 17 came out first. Is it a better movie than Lady Bird? No, but I'm going to give it more love because everybody knows about Lady Bird. Edge of 17 is just It's a great, great movie. Um, Atomic Blonde, we talked about that. For me, the heist action flick which is slightly better Is Baby Driver uh, Man what, a, what an amazing film and, and the fact that the soundtrack literally is another character That's kind of incredible I yeah. uh, talked about The Big Sick So weird relationship comedies I went with Colossal Another movie that practically no one has seen The premise is Anne Hathaway Is this alcoholic loser Who has broken up with her boyfriend And for some weird reason She has connected with a gigantic kaiju in Korea Everything she does, the kaiju does. But it's only in one little particular area in her hometown that she's gone back to visit. So she's walking around, and this kaiju, a, a gigantic monster, destroys the part of Seoul, Korea, every time she does anything. And finally, she realizes what's going on. And that is a completely bizarre premise, but it absolutely works. And it's a great movie. She's fantastic in it. Jason, Sticks. Jason he is in it and he is uh, a very interesting character. Has a lot of arc to the film. It's a really, really cool movie about relationships. And I'm going to close with The Shape of Water, which is another weird movie about relationships and how strange they can be. But to me, Blade Runner 2049 is the best science fiction yeah. of the year because it deals, there are like five themes of Blade Runner 2049 that most people would take, okay, that's what we'll make a movie about. His relationship, his, his, his love interest, which is a computer program. That's a whole movie by itself. And it's just yeah. a sideline in this movie.
0: Didn't they just do that with a cell phone and yeah, her, the, her. her?
2: Yeah, yeah. her. But, her. But, but, but this subplot is better than her. Every subplot in this movie is better. And I know one of us oh, on yeah. this panel thought this was kind of a long, slow movie. But I loved it. I, I thought it's one of the it's best funny. one of the best 10 science fiction movies ever. Yes, That is beautiful. It's an amazing movie. Anyway, that's me. Bye.
0: I, don't, I, I liked Blade Runner. I just didn't care about any of the characters for the first <laughs> two hours.
2: Yeah, but it's those last 45 minutes that gets you.
0: It's the last 45 minutes that are awesome. It just took us forever to get to them. <laughs> On the bright side, I did wait until it was available for to, to watch at home, because uh-huh. I knew I was going to fall asleep, and I did. But I rewound it to watch and make sure that I got everything out of it, and I still didn't care for anyone when uh-huh. Han Solo came out, and I went, no,
2: you're two hours too late for me to care about you, Han. <laughs> Rob, Rob doesn't really like the original either, so.
0: Really? I didn't like both of them. They're too just slow.
2: too slow.
0: too slow. Rob, anyway. Rob is
2: going Last Jedi on Blade Runner too. Uh-huh. I am. That's going to be
0: our new thing, going Last Jedi on something. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it, but I really liked it. I give
2: it four stars.
3: <laughs> yep, <laughs> that's what happened. You guys didn't like
2: Logan?
3: No? Oh, was that not 2017? Yeah, Logan's 2017.
2: Oh. I, talk about Logan it, if you're going to talk about Logan. It felt like forever ago, though, didn't it? It did. Oh, so did Beauty and the Beast, which was 2017. Yeah, I think it was March. <laughs> that's uh-huh. It, uh-huh. it, it yeah. seems like it was five years ago. It's been a long year. Yeah. Not not because of the movies either. <laughs> Unless
0: you
3: want to count the Oopaloompa. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, I went Marvel, Fox. Uh, I'll give the quick list. I won't give yes. too much of a uh, description because I know we're short on time. No, uh, time not,
0: doesn't matter. It's a podcast. Yeah. Oh, We got okay. till 5 o'clock tomorrow.
3: Oh, okay.
1: Great. <laughs> got till 4 o'clock today, actually. We got UW and we got Penn State, so we got till
3: 4. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. That would matter if I lived in the in the South Lee, As Penn, per Penn State and U Dub? <laughs> Closer to, to Penn State he, than he's I He's
2: talking I. about college football. They're they're unfamiliar with college football in New York uh, because they football. have they don't understand that it's actually a sport. You got this morning.
0: What the hell is U Dub?
2: University of Washington. You of course the, it is. Yeah. You gotta remember. You got to remember in New York, they have the model of the pinnacle of football achievement, the Jets and the Giants. So, you know,
0: maybe yeah, and the Knicks, the Knicks, which is a different sport. But, the
3: um, <clears throat> but Logan, uh, oh my God, stop. Sorry. The, the, mm. the movies that I really wanted to see. I'm not going to tell you if I was disappointed or not. I wanted to see Logan this year, mm-hmm. I wanted to see the Dark Tower. I was really amped up to see it, and without reading any of the, the novels, I was kind of lost because of it just felt uneven. Um, I was really excited. I mean, the, the bro movie was Thor Ragnarok. Um, it's much of a retread. The movie I was really looking forward to was Last Jedi, and the best movie I've thought I've seen this year was Blade Runner 2049. Whew. That's it.
1: Next, I can Thank I can you. go next. I can go next. Yeah,
0: go go definitely.
1: Um. So uh, I have thirty six films on my list. No, I'm just kidding.
2: So um, they're all know. happening. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the, the first one I have is is uh, it's got Adam Driver in it. A character previous lost a hand. Uh, it's Logan Lucky. I I loved heist films uh, and especially well written and funny ones. And I thought this was fantastic. Um, Adam Driver's great in it. Um, number four, I had Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Uh, I love the pacing. I just, you know, it was what it was. I thought, I know Rob didn't care, but I thought Gosling was great. I liked it. <laughs> it was just slow.
0: <laughs> but it was
1: great. <laughs> and number three was uh, the way Christopher Nolan filmed Dunkirk was was spectacular. Oh, he didn't let the story tell itself. He he didn't try to I'm going to make you care about these two or three characters and really focus on them. It was it was the way he he took it from them being on the beach to them getting off the beach basically, and he let the historical facts sell the story. I, I did great with that. Number two, uh, we've already talked about three billboards. And number one, for me, you know, Frances McDormand is great, but I thought Saoirse Ronan is just fantastic in Lady Bird. She's, yes. She is the film. Um, and if anybody hasn't seen Lady Bird, they should rush out and see it today. And I, that's the best film of 2017 to me, Lady Bird.
0: I have a list that is not going to be compatible with anyone else's.
2: Okay. My Little Pony. My Little Pony no, Too.
0: Because I actually I actually liked the Justice League movie. But I think I found out why it's not doing well. It's because it was made for comic fans who are familiar with the books. Yes. And not the general public. Yes. Because I, I watched it go and I was you know going through the whole thing going, I get that, I get that, I get that, and no one else is gonna get these because they don't read the books. No one reads anymore. Exactly.
2: Not even comic books, which is sad.
0: Number four, I had, uh, I actually had The Last Jedi. See, told you we liked it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) number three, a movie that, uh, Todd mentioned a couple times, although I have another story to go along with it, is The Big Sick. Because it was a remarkable movie, and I don't know if you guys saw this. Um, it was the the star and co-writer of the movie, Kamel Na- Najiani. Am I pronouncing that right? I'm probably so. not.
2: Close no. enough.
0: Anyway, he sent out a tweet this past week that said, for those of you who want to watch The Big Sick and your families don't have Amazon Prime or can't afford to purchase it, the whole movie is for some reason available on Pornhub under Interracial.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: wow. Now, apparently Pornhub got back to him and said, we're trying to take it down. We're trying to take it down. And he said, no, don't do that. Leave it there. Let them watch it over Christmas.
2: It is a oh, sexy boy. scene. There is a sexy scene in it. So there you go. So oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Make that wish. Uh, <laughs> that's my awesome. number
0: two movie, and I'm going to go against the Twin Peaks thing, because this was not in a theater, but it was a direct-to-DVD movie, was Justice League Dark. Ah, nice pick. Uh, which... I really liked that, and, and apparently it's a big year for DC, because my top movie was one that I have not heard mentioned at all during this entire show, Wonder Woman.
2: Almost made my list. What is uh, that? I got, what is Wonder we Wonder gotten Woman? this four, like We're a,
0: an hour into the show, and we haven't mentioned that yet.
1: How the hell did that happen? Because. Well, well every time I look up at my ceiling, I have Gal Gadot up there, so I'm, uh, I'm thinking. <laughs> With her eyes
2: closed
0: Until or this open. This past week it
3: was the number two gross <laughs> of, the, of the year and nothing. I like them more in Justice League because the way they shot her, you know, the...
0: Well, shot at her. She has those bracelets that deflect things. Well,
3: ah. and, and Wonder Woman, she was shot a certain way, but on film. On with Justice League, it was kind of, you could tell... Zack Snyder versus um, Josh Whedon. He went kind of more for the skin flick, you know, kind of taking mm-hmm. shots and stuff like that. We talked about this on on, on a previous show, but we didn't. No. yeah, we did, didn't we? Maybe we did. I Think so. I don't know. I'm sorry. On
2: your show, actually, Ted. <laughs> oh, okay. um, yeah, I liked Wonder Woman a lot. I think uh, to me, Wonder Woman kind of gets extra credit, especially this year, uh, the Me Too year. Uh, because <laughs> a, a, a female <laughs> has basically saved Warner Brothers. Yes. Patty, Patty Indir- Jenkins directed
1: by a female.
2: Yeah, that's the female I'm talking yeah. about. I'm not talking yeah. about Warner Brothers. I'm talking Patty Jenkins, yeah. yeah. Because she's the one who actually realized, oh, this is how you make comic book movies, as opposed to Zack frickin' Snyder. Um, yeah. Uh, just I liked Justice League. This is obviously the line of the year, but I liked it. But I liked it. Just, Justice League goes in with Logan to me. Logan to me, is a really good movie, but it could have been a great movie, and if they'd followed the comic book, we don't need the Hulk to follow, but if they'd followed the comic book, if Logan had been the one who did the bad thing, it would have had a lot more emotional depth, would have been a better movie, and to me, that was stupid for them to change that. Justice League, they should have done things a little differently to me. Uh, like To me, there's no reason for the Justice League to be there, because Superman handles everything by himself. So it's kind of like, okay, some...
0: some the way they did it, they needed the league to bring him back.
2: No, they needed some fifth grade science kid project to bring him back. They didn't need the league <laughs> to do that. You know, uh, but that's, that again, that's the thing that it could have been a better movie compared to what they've done in the past. Right. Yeah, it's a really good movie compared to the the, the garbage that DC had been putting out for a couple of years other than Wonder Woman. So back around. Yeah, Wonder Woman is isn't really, really, really good movie. I'm not sure if I'd think it's great. But it's a really, really good movie.
3: Todd, which which timeline did Logan follow? Was it the, the timeline right after Days of Future Past where he wakes right. up?
2: Ted, are you actually trying to make sense of the timelines of the X-Men movies? Are you crazy? I, I, I'm,
0: I'm lost because... We don't have that much crack to figure this out.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. There's, sorry. There's no there's no timeline. Come on now. There's no timeline okay. anymore. I'm sorry. But it's... Who knows what the timeline is? It's it followed old man Logan from the comics, more or less. That, other than that, it's like, I, who knows? It's it's I'll go
0: ahead and throw this out, too, because we've gotten this far and we we mentioned Spider-Man. We've mentioned Logan. Did anyone actually like Guardians of the Galaxy,
2: two? I didn't see it. I didn't see it either. Oh, I did. I liked it a lot. I thought it's excellent. <laughs> Just didn't make my top 10. OK, but to me, there have been a ton of good movies this year. I enjoyed it a lot. It, it compared to Thor, it's not quite as fun. Um, yeah, I, I didn't think so. You know, but yeah, I liked it a lot. I thought it was good. Um, top ten? No, it's not my top ten.
3: But is Sylvester Stallone in the Marvel EU now? Yes.
2: Yeah, uh,
3: uh, I know. He doesn't
0: perfectly miscast as Starhawk.
2: He doesn't uh, have to be back though, and he probably won't be. God. They
0: they kind of tried to throw the original Guardians of the Galaxy in at the end of the movie, and they're actually cast with people that we recognize, but at the same time, they're all rather miscast, and we don't need it.
3: Mm.
0: Okay. Just throwing that out. Yeah.
2: um, Mm. There there could have been... Could Guardians of the Galaxy two have been better? Yeah, it I could have been better, like Logan for me, or like Wonder Woman. But is it a good movie? It's a really good movie. I, I did enjoy that quite a bit, and also somehow I forgot about that. But another potential excellent line: "I'm Mary Poppins, y'all."
0: I, I had thought of that. I even have it written down, and thought, no. If that's the line of the year, boy are we screwed. It's
2: not the line of the year, but in the context of the film. And I guys haven't seen it and <laughs> it makes no sense. That's excellent. It is excellent. Oh, which I totally forgot. I, I teased this thing about the not, not the best use of a song in a movie when we were talking about soundtracks. Yes. In Thor Ragnarok. The immigrant song. Yeah. It's in the trailer, so everybody knows. And yeah. I thought, oh my God, that is so brilliant. And oh my and they actually used it in the film. And it's it is incredible. It's like, it's one of the best, it's a huge battle sequence. And it's like the immigrant wrong in a movie about Thor. How freaking perfect. And like Rob said, when we first talked about this, who knows how many millions of dollars it took to, to pry the rights for that song, but it was absolutely worth it. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's just like an, Oh my God moment. Love that part.
0: And that sounds like an upbeat note to end the show on. Cause I don't know that we're going to get any more upbeat
2: than that. Iron Eight. and Happening, double feature. There we go. Nice.
1: One of them's good. One of them is not good. <laughs> oh, no. We're going to start a fight again, both, aren't we? Both no, both no, no. We, nobody likes the no, Happening. No, I mean, no. one. There's no film. fight. Just the <laughs> <laughs> they,
2: they both make you sad in very different ways. <laughs> oh, Jesus Ted, well,
3: Ted, what were you going to say, Ted? No, I was going to say, I think that's great. Our... Hey, do you guys want to talk about net neutrality, or that's another another time, another show? That sounds like that sounds like your
2: show. That sounds like a something serious thing, Ted
3: oh. like
2: Downer. Hey, about what about AMC? What about AMC? Yeah, AMC. A- try AMC try, hates MoviePass. pass.
3: Trying to steal they more do. money from you.
0: <laughs> yeah, and they're trying to do tiered seating, and you know what? Don't care. Tiered seat pricing or whatever.
2: Right. So no, so so it's going to cost that, you 5 extra bucks or whatever for the nice seats.
3: No, but did you Oh wait, AMC. I'm thinking of AMC. Um the Pacer? Yeah. Okay.
2: okay. <laughs> Boy. Sorry, sorry. Prim- tiered seating in an AMC Pacer. <laughs> I'm like There, <laughs> <laughs> there we Shotgun, go.
0: Shotgun. No, that'll be an extra 25 95. No. no sure.
2: don't
3: do that.
2: I'll pay you 25 not to ride in an AMC Pacer. My sister actually had one. <laughs>
3: which, yeah. Which, Station does The Walking Dead and AMC. Uh, AMC. Okay, do you know that what they're trying to do is? I guess we pay four or five dollars per month for their channel. If okay. you if you pay oh, sorry. three dollars more, they won't show you commercials. So your hour show or two hour show, however you know the great shows that come on AMC will be reduced to forty four minutes if you pay them three or four bucks more per month.
2: Yeah, they've done that. They've, they've come out with that a while ago. Oh, um, Yeah, ad free, ad free streaming for AMC. Uh, yeah, the net. What? What did Google just block? Google blocked. Was Did they block Amazon Prime, or Amazon they just blocked? Hub. No, they'll never block Pornhub. That's where all net traffic comes from. And besides, how would you see the big sick? There you go. Yeah, so, yeah, we're about to see some interesting things because of net neutrality. So thanks for the downer, Ted. It's going to cost me $700 to get Pornhub now by the by the end of March. Hey, I've got something on a
1: happy note. Uh, downsizing's pretty good, if you guys haven't seen
2: it. Oh, uh, really?
1: Yeah, yeah, oh, it's it's yeah. not a uh, great by any stretch, but uh, <laughs> Matt Damon. You realize
0: how that sounded if you don't know that that's a movie. Right? <laughs> well, <there you> <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. There's, like There's a bunch of AT and T former employees
1: who are going. Hang on a minute. <laughs> that's right.
2: That's uh, pretty down, good. Well, that's not know, great, but that's pretty good to get downsized. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, you know, it gives you a lot of free time to see films. <laughs> but uh, it's uh, no, I mean, the, uh, it's downsizing. It's um. It's it's like I said. It's, it's definitely not great, but uh, it, it's definitely worth seeing, and it's definitely worth seeing even if you go in the evening and see it. Uh, uh, Matt Damon hits on a bunch of women, and they don't like it, and uh, I think that's the plot. So, <laughs> so it's fantastic. <laughs> so he gets downsized from Ocean's Eight. I think that's that's the whole point. <laughs> hey, one last thing. I
0: thought that was Mark Wahlberg. Anyway. <clears throat>
3: Rob, you didn't want to talk yes. about Batman in the Arrowverse?
0: He, they've mentioned him uh, on Arrow. Uh, th- it was a recent episode where they, they said, oh, Oliver Queen, you must be Arrow. And he goes, no. That'd be, wouldn't that be kind of like Bruce Wayne showing up and putting on a hood and going, ooh, look at me. I'm a superhero. No, that doesn't happen. And everyone watching kind of went, did you just say Bruce Wayne?
3: Ah, <laughs> nice.
0: Okay. Who, by the way, is going to be popping up in uh, the Titans series oh. in flashback form. Okay. So more Batman on the way, and it's not going to be Ben Affleck because I can't see him doing a TV, sh- a, a, a TV show on a streaming network that may or may not exist. <laughs> yeah, probably not.
3: Is he Is he done?
0: I hope not. I actually liked him in Justice League and thought, I don't know, <laughs> the, the, the opening scene of the movie where we've got Batman catching uh, just a generic guy burgling a house, even though I recognize the actor and can't place him at the moment. Um, I saw that and went just, you know, two hours of this would make a great Batman movie.
2: Yeah.
0: And it, it, even if it is just Affleck and I'm good with that. I, I liked him as Batman. Let's see more.
2: I like him a lot as Batman. Absolutely. But, you know, as to whether we're going to see more Batflex, Batfleck, I don't know. What day is it? it seems like every three, three days they change their minds. Or the internet changes its mind.
0: Or the internet changes Ben Affleck's mind. Could be, too. Or something like that. Hopefully we'll see more Batfleck soon. All right. Which is an odd way of saying it. Anyway, you'll be seeing more of us next year, which is actually, what, two days from now? (laughs) But uh, hopefully we can get Lee and Ted to come back and we'll do more of this cinema savant thing. Until then, have a happy new year, everybody.
3: Captain, we're losing power in the warp engine. I think we should be leaving now. I'm going
0: to go home and sleep with my wife.
3: Uh, And on that unusually harmonious bombshell, it is time to end.
0: I am very disappointed!
3: Man, we have a weird job.
2: It's shameful, but, uh, eh, it's a living. And like that, he's gone.
3: Dawn, that's
0: the end.